there's, there's definitely this, uh, this pressure, this pressure, this unwanted pressure that we feel these days where if every, everything, is, if everything is new, right, that I went to Rosh Hashanah, then it's, and my tally is like clean, you know, I'm like uh, a cold, I guess Yom Kippur really does that, but I'm still in this new world, you know, what happens if I'm really not, what happens if I'm still stuck on anything that I thought I'd be done with, you know, it's felt even more intensely uh, through Yom Kippur, after Yom Kippur, but what's so important in these days right now, and we say this every year, and we'll talk about it more on Sunday, Bezrat Hashem, is that it's, it's what's called days of wet cement. You remember that phrase we got from David Sachs? It's days of wet cement. There's new pavement. It's called Tafshin Pegimu, 5783. And that right now, these days, it's, it's like still a Bechira. It's a choice as to what you want to, what do you want that for the rest of the year you see on the pavement of your bag, of your, you know, of your, of your world? throughout the rest of the year. And what's one of the most important avodas is you have to just, you have to like calm down and be besimcha right now. <laughs> it's like, what? it's the most important, right? <laughs> no! <laughs> I am besimcha, don't tell me. <laughs> I am calm, right? <laughs> it is such, it is such an important avoda right now. Hashem Idbarach came and blew new air into our existence this year. And for us to be able to wrap our heads, minds, and hearts around what Rosh Hashanah is, is impos- was, was, is impossible. It's even more impossible to understand what Yom Kippur is. But within all the newness that takes place, there actually is a place where we could wrap our head and our hearts around. And that, is, that happens to be Shabbat Shuvah. That's Shabbat Shuvah which, in my opinion, always gets, da- gets downplayed throughout this Tkufa. Because of how big Rosh Hashanah is, and because of how big Yom Kippur is, or even how big Slichot is, right? But Shabbat Shuvah, Dafka, Yesha Mashu, there's something in Shabbat Shuvah that is like um, a gift, an absolute gift that I think it gets, you know... When you say Shabbat Shuvah, you, many people, they think right away about the Shabbat Shuvah Jrasha, or they think about other things, but that, the etzim of the Shabbos, this Shabbos, is something that Reb Tzadok takes our focus and says, listen, you want to pay closer attention to what's available to you right now. You want to, play, you want to pay much closer attention to what's going on this first Shabbos of the year. Because that's what it is. It's the first Shabbos of the year. So, again, all b'semcha, all but calm, all but be, be, be relax, and with a, a, an opening of the heart saying, so what is, what is the first Shabbos of the year? And if it's days of wet cement, that means that the Shabbos is also falls into that category. That without too much pressure, though, the way I mekabel this Shabbos of the year kind of sets the tone for the way that I will be mekabel the rest of the Shabbatot of the year. No, right, I know. <laughs> Sounds pressury. But it's, you know, it's, it's kedai to do the hachana for it. I'm going to have to pass this back down there. Thank you.
Are there enough down there? Just about, right? Okay. Okay, great. Great. Okay, you're free. And Bezrat Hashem, we continue to learning for the Refua Shleim of all those that need Refua. The list is in Ami right now. Um, but please have in mind, everyone that you, that's been in your mouths are over Rosh Hashanah. Bring that into the learning right now as well. So Reb Tzadok, Akoyen is going to Again, this is an edited piece so that it could be a little bit more approachable for us. It's actually two pieces combined together. I don't think you'll be able to tell exactly where because it's really the same, the same basar, it's, it's the same neat teaching. But again, this is about understanding the gift of what Shabbat Shuvah is all about. HaShabbat HaZeh, HaRishon Shel HaShana, Hu HaShabbat HaRishon Shel HaBriyah. So it's true that it's the first Shabbos of the year. But it's also the first Shabbos of creation, right? Because when was, when was Rosh Hashanah? On the, day, on, the, on the six days of creation? Friday, right? So the f- hmm? What's that? Isn't that? I didn't hear you. Isn't there a low Adu Rosh? That could be on a Friday? I don't understand. Rosh Hashanah, can't Rosh Hashanah not pull out on Sunday, Wednesday, or Friday? No, no, no. I'm not saying when was Rosh Hashanah this year. I'm saying when, when was the initial Rosh Hashanah? No? No, no, let's think about it for a second. When was the first, right? We don't, we, we usually think Rosh Hashanah was Sunday. Not, not in the creation of the world. Chaf Elul is Sunday. That's the creation of the world. That's for another year. Creation of man is Friday. So Rosh Hashanah is the creation of man. All those words are all about the creation of, of what we celebrate is not Sunday. We celebrate the creation of man. We don't celebrate the creation of the world. We don't have any shaykh. We weren't in the world. We had no shaykh to the world. The creation of man is Friday. So even though, yeah, by us today, Rosh Hashanah won't come out on Fridays, but the first Rosh Hashanah was a Friday. And then the first Shabbos was Shabbos Shuvah. Like, it was right away. It was right away, but it's very deep. How does one... Sunday was the first day. Of what? Uh, right. Ha, what, and what day is that? It's Chaf Hei. No, no, it's, a, I mean, it's, it's okay. No, this is something we have to read. Most of us grew up with, the, with, the, with just the programming of Rosh Hashanah is... The first is Yom Rishon Shel Habriyaz, Bereshit Bara Elokim. But it's not. That's Chaf Hei Elul. Rosh Hashanah, Aleph Tishrei, is, was Yom HaShishi, was Friday. Does that make sense? It's just weird that it would never again fall out that way. Ah, Nachon. Could be. <laughs> that could be a little bit hard for us to grapple with. But in terms of the dates that we know, Yom Shishi, the day that man was created was Rosh Hashanah. That's the way we have Rosh Hashanah right now. What does that kind of spill into right away, immediately? Shabbos Shuvah, right? The first Shabbos, now it's not Stam, because that first Shabbos was the greatest Shabbos Shuvah that ever existed in the world, ever, till Mashiach comes. And then we're going to try to understand like why that was mapped out like that, and how that's still, you know, that, that's still the mapping out of of our lives as well. Rosh Hashanah, right into Shabbat Shuvah. Right? Okay. HaShabbat HaZeh, HaRishon Shel HaShanah, Hu HaShabbat HaRishon Shel HaBriyah, Ki Berosh HaShanah, Nivra Adam HaRishon. 
ומיד בשבת זה, שהוא השבת בראשית שלאחר ששת ימעשה, ששת ימי המעשה של הבריאה, הגן עליו השבת לאחר החטא. That was last, that was so last year, and that's so not this year. Well, if it happened to you, you're in very good company. Whose company are you in? Adam Arishon. Adam Arishon got very uh, bad things. Where he did some bad things. Chava did too, but we don't emphasize that here in this year. But they weren't so uh, holy in Gishmak on, the first, on, on Rosh Hashanah. They had a Rosh Hashanah. They came home from the meal. They came home from shul, and they got angry at someone, and they started eating bad things that were wrong for them. That was the first... Rosh Hashanah in the world, right? That's what happened. So therefore, you know, when we come out of Rosh Hashanah and we're like, am I really new? Am I really changed? Did everything really change? Because it seems like I'm still stuck on the same things from last time. Well, this is how the, the, the framework of creation was, is that Adam Rishon was on Rosh Hashanah and Chava, were getting ticked off and they were angry and, and, or not angry, but the equivalent of angry and doing something bad. But what ends up happening, they basically, by them it was even closer than it is for us. They, like Zahavov pointed out, it's never going to be on a Friday again, they kind of poured in, they just like dipped into Shabbos from the Rosh Hashanah meal. Right? From the Rosh Hashanah meal, they just kind of dipped into Shabbos right away. And then it says, and Hegen alav hashabbat laachar hachet. Shabbos, this is so beautiful. Shabbos protected them after after they got after they lost the yomtiv feeling, right? After the yomtiv kind of like I don't know faded away, Shabbos came and protected them. And the question we have today is that lechatchila or bediavad, and this is a very important question. You understand? What, what, we understand that this is a very deep question. Is it lechatchila or bedi'evid? Did Shabbos come and protect them because they, they, they messed up, so now we have something called Shabbos and it's so holy and it also protected them? Or is this the way that God planned the creation to be? That I place you each in Gan Eden and you're going to lose it and Shabbos is going to come and, and protect you. Is it lechatchila or is it bedi'evid? Is it like the cure being <clears throat> created? Right, right. Bidiuk. Very good. So is the cure, it's called Makdim Trufa Lamaka. Was the cure created before the ailment began? Or did the cure have to be, was it was like, uh-oh, they messed up. Let's, get, let's give them a cure. Shabbos, thank God you're here. You're going to cure them. So there's a big difference between the two. Big, big difference. Of, you know, we, we've spoken about this question in different ways over the years, but it's very, very different. And Rav Tzadok is going to show us something very, very important for our approach to, to our own compassion, our own self-compassion, and to, and to really connect ourselves to the compassion that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has on us by giving us Shabbos. Okay? We're in the third line. What happened that first Friday? Amar. Adam came into Shabbos. He's like, oh my God, this is what, this is what 
tshuva is all about, that if, I just, if, I, if I'm just able to, to see what Hashem has created for me, that there is always, 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 no matter what, a way to come back home and never, ever, ever, ever a reason to hide, ever, because I can always, 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 always come home. So the Midrash says, he stood up, and what did he start singing? That's, according to our tradition, Adam Arishon said those words. And he continued, and he said, It's so good to praise you, Hashem, and to sing up to your name up on high. So Adam Arishon experiences the Shabbos, and he's like, wow, tshuva is so big. It's so good. I feel like saying the following words. So the bottom line in this last paragraph, tov lehodot. Lehodot, we usually say, oh, it's so good to say thank you. Lehodot also means? Confess. To confess. Lehodot, hainu tshuva. Kmo shenemar, modeh veozev yerucham. Modeh veozev yerucham means I confess, like the Rambam says, I have to confess. According to the Rambam, the mitzvah of tshuva is total confession. It's vidui. It's vidui to the point that while I'm speaking out that which I, I'm verbalizing how much pain my action that I did brought me to, by the end of my confession, I, I'm so, cl- so clear to me because I verbalized it and I spoke it out that I'm never going to come back here again. Modev ve'ozev yerucham. Someone that, that's willing to go through that place of vidui, yerucham. They'll, they'll have rachmanes on him. He'll have rachmin from Shemaim. Adma Rishon saw, wow, sinning was bad. Hiding from you, Hashem, was the worst thing I ever did, I ever did in my few hours of life. <laughs> right? However long those few hours were. As much as it felt bad to eat from the, sin, from the tree of, of knowledge, what led me then to hide from you, that feeling was much, much, much worse. Oh my God, and it's so good right now, tov lehodot, to admit that hiding from you is hell. Tov lehodot l'ashem. That's, that's what Shabbos, that's what Shabbos brought out of Adam Arishon. And we can understand now why, according to the Rambam, the mitzvah of vidui really is the ikar. It's the ikar of tshuva. Because when I'm able to verbalize, to speak something through and speak it out, and, and, uh, and you know, like I mentioned on the second day of Rosh Hashanah and Shul, all of cognitive behavior, both a behavioral therapy and mindfulness meditation and therapy is all based on taking out of your mind what's driving you crazy, seeing that you can speak about this, and you were so scared that if we speak about it, we're giving it existence, right? As if, like, the chatterbox in our mind isn't, like, cluttering that existence, right? So the Rambam saying, modeh, lehodot, it's so good to lehodot, it's so good to confess and speak about the things that make me so much in pain by being far from you, and that comes from the beauty of Shabbos. Now, you have to be careful here. Because on Shabbos, there's no tachnun. There's no inyan of vidui. Right? That's not the point over here. The point is that Adnan Rishon simply saw how, how, how inviting, how protecting Shabbos is. 
how protecting it is, which brought about from him the need to come and say, Tov lodot l'Hashem mozamer l'shim chayavim. Miz moshir liyom ha-Shabbat. Before he was ashamed, he did something. Him and Chava did something. They were hiding. So according to Pnimiyas HaTorah, according to Hasidus, brought down in the Ishbitzer, the Avera, the, like the, 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 the bad action was eating the wrong, from the wrong tree. But the, the Gehenom that he brought upon himself was that he went and started to hide. Because that's what he thought you do after you do an Avera. Right. It's actually, it's actually a beautiful pasuk in our parsha in Vayelech. It says uh, there, we're going to come to a time where we're going to feel so lost, and we're going to say, oh, "Hello, metzauni rabot rabot raot ha'ele ki en elokai bekirbi." That we're going to find a, a time where we're going to say, "What really hurts me is not that I did an avera, but it's because that I thought that the averas meant that I'm separate from God." So I lived a life without Hashem in my midst. And then the Pasuk says, You're going to feel concealment. You're going to feel hiddenness if you think that after you do an Avera, that Hashem is not with you. Yeah, that's what you're going to feel. That's the consequence of, of a life like that. So yet, this is a very deep, it's a, if you have time or if you have a Ratzon to look into in the Nesiva Shalom, he only has two pieces on Vayelech, I think it's the first piece, Tel Shachar. Yeah, you're writing it down already. Tel Shachar. It's the fir- I think it's the first piece, speaking about what it, what it really, what's the pain, what's the remorse? The pain is not that I did an Avera. For people that get stuck in that I, pain is that I did an Avera, it's going to be very hard for them to figure out, you know. The pain is, why did I think I have to start hiding? And that's what Adam did. But he comes Shabbos, and on Shabbos, there's almost this hug that says, all you hiders, all you mitchabim, just, you don't need to. You don't need to. But Shabbos, Malka says here, the Shabbos queen is here, there's no need to hide. And Shabbos, kind of, in a certain way, removes from us the need to hide from our embarrassment that we have during the week. Beseder? So far, so good? Alavai, we should all be zochah for this? Listen, our children are going to do averas. I'm going to throw a chair at me right now, but I'm telling you, <laughs> our children are going to do Averas. They maybe already have done some Averas, right? Could be. But if we give them Shabbos, Moshe Tzarich, if we give them a Shabbos like we know we can give them, then they'll never, ever feel a need to hide. And that's what we want. We want them to never feel embarrassed. We don't want them to ever feel a need to hide from themselves and from Hashem and from us. And that really is dependent on what kind of a Shabbos do we give them? No pressure today, right? That's where it's all, that really, that's where it's all at. Okay. Ube Yom Shabbat, second paragraph on the Shabbos, Baha Hoda'a Mibchinat Tov. This confession is coming from a, a good place. It's not that I'm confessing and I feel bad. Sometimes I confess and I'm like, "Ugh, can you believe this is me? Tov lehodot l'Hashem. It's, it's good. On Shabbos, the security 
the security, the Hagana, which we're going to see when we learn, if we have a chance before Sukkot, the Hagana, the protection that we feel, like what the Sukkot does in the Anane Akava do, the protective feeling that Shabbos is supposed to bring for us brings about this notion of confession, Hoda'ah is tov, it's tov lehodot Lashem. It's good to, to go to this place. Especially on this Shabbos. Shehu ha-Shabbat ha-Rishon shel ha-Shana, shehu dugmat Shabbat ha-Rishon shel ha-Bria. This Shabbos is an example, is me'ain, the first Shabbos of creation. What happened the first Shabbos of creation? Hitnotzetz az koach ha-Tshuva la-Adam ha-Rishon. Ba-Tchalat k'nisat ha-Shabbat. The koach of Tshuva began to sparkle and illuminate and shine for Adam ha-Rishon as Shabbos was coming in. How do we know this? Because as Shabbos was coming in, the Torah tells us a few psukim. Shneemar, Vayar Elokim et Kol Asher Asa. God saw everything that He made. Vehine Tov Meod. What What's included in in the, everything that God made? Is the sin also? Well, not the, not necessarily the sin, but man, yeah. which is the sinner. The sinner, yeah, not the sin, the sinner. Huh? The the bidiuk and 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 that falls under vayar elokim et kol asherasa, and what does he call kol asherasa? Tov meod, Reb Tzadik says. What a gevald! That's tov meod. Haynu shenitaken akol gam mashayal emare ein hefech meatov that he sees that that was created the the sinner, not the sin, but the the man who is a sinner was also created. But what's tov me'od is that he's about to taste what Shabbos is. And that's exactly how I planned creation of the world. So is it lechatchila or bedieved? Lechatchila of all lechatchilas. Like we always, always say. If it wasn't lechatchila, what on earth was a snake doing in the Garden of Eden? Did we create the snake? No. Did we create that Yetzir Hara? That comes and tells us you probably want to sin? No, we didn't create that. I'll never forget this. We were waiting online, and one of the times we got to meet Rabbi Yaakov Meir Shechter Shlita. And I've, I've, Baruch Hashem, been to many Rebbes in my life. A lot of the Chevra that came with me had no idea what to do in the waiting room. And they're on Shpilkas, and they never saw such thing. And, uh, you know, the, the waiting room, to those that were privileged to wait to have Yechidus by the Rebbe, there's... There could be a whole masachet, <laughs> a tractate written about hachanot to go and have yechidas. But this was like a 45-minute hachana, more or less, in the room. And I was on Spilkas because I felt like um, he's, okay, he is nachon. He's going to see straight through me. This is what these tzaddikim do. They see straight through you. I told you, like, when Rav Ginsburg, Rav Ginsburg used to go to his ulpana that he has in Malay Levona, so the, once the girls learned that the tzaddikim can see everything you've ever done on your forehead, so remember they, they, they used to, whenever he'd walk into the room, they'd all kind of like somehow go like this or like this, and he realized, and he, was, he started, he, you know, he laughed about it to kind of you know, calm them down. He's like, don't worry, I won't look at your forehead. <laughs> so I opened up one of his farm. I said, I need to get out of this. This is not a place I want to be in before I go see this tzaddik. I don't want to, this is not where I want to be go, go to. And he opens up, I open up one of his farm, and he says, the greatest trick the Yetzir Hara has, 
on you is that he's caused you to, he's convinced you to believe that you created him. <laughs> so deep. So deep. You hear that? The greatest trick the Yetzirah has been able to conquer to poison man is that, or woman, is that he's been able to convince us that we created the Yetzirah. Now, the Maisa, we say in Gemara, what's the Nafkamina? Huh? What's the nafkamina? What's the difference between the two? What happens to me if I'm a person that thinks that I created the Yitzhahara or that I believe that it was placed in me? What's the difference between the two people? We're never going to get rid of it. It's an integral part of us that we have to accept. And we Acceptance. Have to learn how to, to work with it and deal with and it. And if I created it, then maybe I could decreate it. Or maybe I can get rid of it, which I can't. Right. Which I can't. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, huh? it's control. It's a world of a difference. So Hashem is saying over here, oh my God, here we go. Here we go. Maybe Adam Arishon now realizes that I created the snake, I put him in Gan Eden, and he's now tasting tshuva that the, he will never humanly be able to understand this, to comprehend this. But the way Rabbi Tzadik is saying is that there was a ma'agal. Shabbos came, and every Shabbos, since the first Shabbos of creation, Right there, as Shabbos is coming in, vehine tov meod. If you have good ears, you hear vayar lokim et kol vehine tov meod. You go back at your week and you say vehine tov meod. I didn't say this; Hashem said these words. So, if you can hear the words vehine tov meod, then what do you realize? There's space for you to do tov lehodot Hashem. Again, not on Shabbos, but bichlal in your life. Maybe on Friday afternoon. I don't know when exactly to do this. But that's how it was the first Shabbos. Third line. Third paragraph. Ki'ikar koach ha-tshuva nitgalalo al yedei ha-shabbat The power of tshuva was revealed to Adma Rishon when he saw Shabbos was coming. And remember, he was born on Friday afternoon. Imagine if the creation of the world would have continued with another day of actual creation, of physical creation that there was something called Saturday. And let's say that on Saturday, Vayivra Elohim, I don't know. Well, actually, don't start saying things, because uh, philosophy, whatever, all the, all the Mishigases can start to come into here. But imagine there wasn't Shabbos. What would Adam Rishon done with himself if there wasn't <coughs> Shabbos, when he came to the recognition that he's been hiding? What would he have done? He would, huh? He would have continued to hide. And he would continue to hide. And humanity would be in an infinite state of just hiding all the time. And we see that sometimes. Hiding, 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 hiding. What Shabbos, and, and definitely Shabbos Shuvah, is supposed to bring out is tafsiku litchabe, stop hiding. Stop hiding. So Adam, when he, when he ate the tree, he thought, he ate the tree, he's like, oh my God, it's going to be like this forever now. I have to hide over here. And in his mind, he thought he was going to stay in an, in a, in a, in a, in an existence of, of, of hiding all the time. Shabbos comes, and what does it mean that he saw the koach of tshuva? He saw, oh my God, I don't have to hide. I have to listen better, but I don't have to hide. God doesn't want me to hide. God's not interested. If God created me, he's not interested in me hiding. And this is the Godal Koach of Tshuva that Adam experienced the first Shabbos. 
אגן, כי איכר כוח התשובה נתגלה לו ידי השבת הזה, שנאמר, וירא אלוקים את כל אשר עשה, והנה טוב מאוד, וישבות ביום השביעי מכל מלאכתו. דהיינו, לאחר שהרגיש בעצמו מה שקלקל במעשיו, after Adam realized, oh my God, I brought this into the world, bless you, I brought this into the world, and, and what, did he basic, what did him and Chava basically bring into the world, let's call it by a name, Huh? It's, well, it's interesting. No, Shabbos brought tshuva. Huh? Death. Death. Nachon. Up until the moment that they ate from the snake. Again, how long was it? We have to use very, you know, we have to use our language type of, type of hours. But let's say they were born at 2, 3 p.m. 4 p.m. they eat. I don't know, 5 p.m. Whatever it is. For however long they were alive, before they ate from the tree of knowledge, they felt... that they are basically only getting more and more alive. And life is forever. They brought this into the world. Adam tasted what they brought into the world. But the beauty of it is that Shabbos came and said to them, it's true what you brought into the world. But that's just this world. There's a whole other existence. And Shabbos, the Koyach of Tshuva came And somehow, even a person that brought death into the world, the first person in the world, was able to get out of their own shell and get out of their own bag of, look what I damaged, look how bad I was, look what I've done. You know, we have those moments in life quite often where we get a glimpse of how we messed something up, and maybe we, like, we, we messed something up now for generations by a certain begam, a certain like, blemish or something. So all you have to do is remember, however bad you think what you did was, just go back to the creation. And Adam brought death. Chava and Adam brought death into the world. And yet still Shabbos came and brought out from them this Indian of, wow, even here there's tshuva for such a thing. And this is very important. Now the next line is really the kicker here. וזה היה תכלית מכוון של הבריאה. Okay, these are the words. Of the, this is basically the word of this of this Torah today. Tachlit mechuvan shelabria. What's tachlit? Purpose. What's mechuvan? This was the intentional purpose of the bria, of the creation. This is why God created this world. God created this world so that we get in touch with something that He created before He created this world. Shuvah. Tshuva kadma la'olam. Torah kadma la'olam also. But tshuva, for today's shiri, it's important to realize, Reb Tzadik is saying, this was the purpose. The purpose was Hashem, like before He created the world, He's like, I'm going to create something, and I can't wait for them to meet it. Right? And what's this something? It's called tshuva. Now, what's the problem? How does a person meet tshuva? <laughs> so, in our human minds... It's also a sword to think like this when you wake up in the morning. Hey, I want to meet, I want to meet, you know, that which Hashem prepared for me today. How am I going to do that today? Meaning, if the only way to get to it is through, tshuva, is through feeling far, right, and the need to do tshuva, then it kind of, it's a little bit of a catch-22, but don't worry, you'll get there anyway. Meaning, even if you don't plan to feel far, even if you don't plan to fall, even if you don't plan to sin, Don't worry. It's going to happen anyway. And this is how we have to realize, Rabbi Tzodek says this, 
is the Briyat HaOlam. And you're in the first week right now. We are in the first week of how Hashem designed creation and the purpose of creation. So, if Chalila, or not Chalila, it is what it is, since Rosh Hashanah, or even during Rosh Hashanah, there was a moment where you're like, this is definitely not a thought that I want to have in my head right now. Or since Rosh Hashanah, I've been hiding to a certain extent. It's only been two days. But it could happen. Understand. Now these are definitely words I want to have with me on my shtender, the Shabbat Shuvah. This is tachlit mechuvan shalabriyah. This was the purpose. This is the intentional purpose how Hashem created the world. So that you get to meet something He created before He even created the world. Because He knows this is what you're going to fall in love with much more than the lechatchila of this world. Meaning than when the peachiness of this world. Very, di- very and deep. In order for there to be tshuva, there has to be chet, meaning you can't have one without the other. Very deep. So you can't have life without death. You can't have life without death. Mm. What's that? We never would have realized the preciousness of life, right? The closeness that we have with God if we weren't far. If we didn't make ourselves far. So it never would have been as good if we didn't do bad. It would have been maybe like, maybe it's another word. What would it have been? It would have been. It wouldn't have been, it, wouldn't, it just wouldn't have been. It just wouldn't, like, meaning, what would have what, what a connection have been? It would just would have been a connection. Like, I'm connected, yeah. You, feel it. you would probably wouldn't feel it. All, all the things. But Hashem also created us that way, right? Meaning we, we, we do get bored and we do need Hizchashit. Right? Hizchashit. And Nechon. we do need, like, that, that, that. He put that into us and then He provided the mechanism for which we can... Now, and what's the mechanism? Care, well, even, but even, even deep, even over here, the piece is, what's the mechanism for us to appreciate? What's the mechanism oh. for us to... No, the mechanism is Shabbos. Right. In this piece. Shabbos is basically the, the way that, it, that all of the things we're speaking about is, are, are felt and appreciated. It's, it's through Shabbos. That's the way the first Shabbos was. The whole idea? So you're saying, why am I saying slichot? This, I should no, say... Uh, that's for sure. That's for sure. So, who's stopping you from... Uh, Right. They grew up in home more than in school, though. Okay. So there's no aliyah without a previous yurida. I remember. I, did I show you this this uh, this example once? Uh, I, whatever. This may look really weird, but it's it's it is what it is. I did this once in a concert, one of my first concerts in in uh, in California. Yeah, I had a whole. It was a reform show. It was a reform show in uh, Irv in uh, Irvine. Irvine, California, I think. And, uh, yeah, Mashkaza. And it was Motzei Shabbos, I think it was Motzei Shabbos Shuvah even, the truth is. 
So I had the whole crowd get up, and I said, I want you all to jump right now without moving your knees. So they're all like, okay, right? This is kind of, it's like this, right? That's, that's all you could really, it's not, it's, you can't really do anything. I said, no, I want you all to bend your knees and jump, right? And everyone went through that motion. And we sat, we sat in like silence for a few seconds. I'm like, you just all experienced basically everything any Hasidic master tried to explain in this world. Meaning, and but who created my who created my body? Meaning, who created the way my the way my legs and knees work? Meaning, that's also the same thing. Who created the human you know, anatomy? Who created anything? Hashem created the same way. So again, and again, these words tachlit mechuvan shel mechuvan shel this was the focused intention of the creation. And Shabbos comes, and it says, if you're able to invite into your heart the greeting, the welcoming of Shabbos, you can then say, Not the Avera is Tov Me'od. God forbid. You never look at an Avera and say, oh, I'm so happy I did that because now I am where I am. The Avera is never Tov Me'od. The Chet is never Tov Me'od. But what's Tov Me'od? The process is so good. The process is Tov Me'od, Me'od, Me'od. What came out of looking at my... At my uh, what came out of it about get, deciding to stop hiding or whatever else came out of this Avera is Tov Me'od. Second line on the bottom to second paragraph. God had such nachas from the way that when he saw he created the world. It's like, why is he surprised? I don't know how, what, what this means exactly. It doesn't mean he's surprised, but it's almost like Hashem is looking at, at creation. He's sitting back and he's saying, when I see a yid that's heartbroken, it doesn't break my heart. I want everyone to be with Simcha. But the way that creation works is that I give them Shabbos to give them an invite to, to, to kind of like be like, wow, it's really not, this is who I want to be. This is not who I wanted to be. And I have enough guts through what Shabbos is and how Shabbos is inviting me to look back and say, that's not how I want to be. This is actually what, who I want to be and who I really am. But that can only come from, like he says here, Lachar iru al godel habgam. Rav Kook writes this in Arota Tshuva, that I have to have enough guts to take the things that I know are really off. And he says, like, put it on a, what's it called, an easel? Place it, you're, you're an artist. You're an artist. But you have to place it on it, on the easel, and, st- and look at it, and stare at it. Not anything, not all day long, Rabbi Nachman would say, an hour a day. Or maybe even a few minutes during that hour a day. However long you need, look at it, till you could feel almost Shabbos. Till you feel like, wow, I'm going to make something beautiful out of this right now. I'm going to make something so beautiful about, from this begam, that 
that happened to me as a result of, fe- of feeling far from you, Hashem. Bechol Shabbat, bottom paragraph. Bechol Shabbat, every single Shabbos, mofia hit orerut shuvah beleva adam. There is an awakening of tshuva in the heart of man every single Shabbos. Ubiyechud b'Shabbat Zen, but specifically on this Shabbos because of everything we learned until now, because this is the headquarters of it. Shua Shabbat Arishon shel Abriya Kanal mufiyah koach hatshuva b'yeter se'et. This power of tshuva is felt with utmost strength. Many people, when they would come to the Rebbe, and the Rebbe would give them a bracha so he, to, to continue their avodah. The Rebbe would say, "Beyeser seis, beyeser oz." That means beyeter seet uveyeter oz. That means with with an abundance of more strength, seet going taking it up, taking it up a notch with more with more and more power. Shabbat That's why this Shabbos is called Shabbos Shuvah. It's think about it. Why is this Shabbos called Shabbos Shuvah? Why is it? Why, think of another word this Shabbos could have been called. Shabbat Arishon. What else? Didn't even have to have a name. It could have been just Shabbos, right? But why Dafka Shabbos Shuvah? Because this is, this is when the first time Shuvah was felt in the world. It happens every single Shabbos, but specifically on this Shabbos, Reb Tzadok says, take advantage. Take advantage of the framework of creation, that this is the way Hashem designed the world. Take advantage of it. Through the power of the awakening of tshuva that shows up in each of our souls on this Shabbos, through this line, blew me away more than any other lines in this teaching. I'm going to say it again slowly. Through the tshuva, through the love, through the decision to not hide that comes about from this Shabbos, it also, we know that every Shabbos spreads its wings on the days that preceded it and the days that are following it. Well, what preceded this coming Shabbos? Every Shabbos, specifically this Shabbos. So what is he basically saying? How was your Rosh Hashanah? I'll tell you after Shabbos Shuvah. That's what he's saying. Or, how was your Yom Kippur? It didn't happen yet, but I'll let you know after Shabbos Shuvah. That's what he's saying. And where does he get this from? Ka'amram Zal, we say Zohar V'Shamar, right? Zachor Milfanav. Through this Kedusha of the word which is, which is written on the Luchot, with the first ten, ten commandments. Then the, what happens is, is that Shuva comes and basically takes what, what was so far in this year, and even the little bit of this year, Get sprinkled with the light of tshuva. That means it's going to be hey tishrei this Shabbos vav vav. That means aleph till dalid is already getting sprinkled from vav tishrei, from the kedusha of vav tishrei. But not just that. Also till you know till afterwards too, which is after, even after yud. 
היינו שעל ידי קדושת זכור של שבת נשפע הערה על ששת ימי המעשה שמלפניה, ועל ידי קדושת שמור, and through the קדושה from the word שמור, which was written the second time we got from the, 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 the לוחות, the second, not second time, but the second time it's described in פרשת ואת חנן, נשפע מהערה קדושת שבת על ששת ימי המעשה שלאחריה. So here he said, he said, you know, everything we said right now is beautiful, but you have to understand this works Lamaise Bafoal. This Shabbos is called Shabbos Shuva because it's taking your Rosh Hashanah and it's putting it in its place. And it's also taking your Yom Kippur and giving it direction. Take advantage of Shabbos Shuva. This is, this is the framework of creation. Tachlit Mechuvan Shel This is a... Now this, now this, he says, happens basically every single Shabbos of the year. But we all know that everything goes after the beginning. So you may think, oh, I already messed that up because already Rosh Hashanah was a little bit shvach for me. Maybe. I hope not. I hope it was glorious and, and beautiful for everyone. But even if it was, don't worry. Talk about it. Talk about where you wish, where you had hoped you could have been. Talk about the moment you felt like you started hiding. Speak about it. Tov lo'odot la'ashem, l'zam ha'ashim cha'alion, that this Shabbos comes in, and it's a completely different Shabbos. It's a completely different world. Now this happened again. This is how the first Shabbos took place. This is how every Shabbos, in a sense, happens. But remember the words. This is the intentional, uh, intentional, how did he say? Intentional purpose of creation. Like, we always say, I want to feel like, um, I want to feel like, um, uh, like Simon Jacobson's title. Towards a meaningful life. The only way to live a meaningful life is to embrace and accept that this is the way Hashem designed the world, to accept I did not create my Yetzir Hara, but I am creating my, my, my I'm, I'm creating my execution of free will. And my free will tells me, at any given moment, I could be partners with God in creation by crowning him as a king. And we said crowning him as a king is saying the way you created the world is, the, is good. And this is the way Hashem created the world. So I want to bless us this year with an infinite amount of two different things. One is self-compassion, the moment we feel far. Like the moment we go into hiding, to have an abundance of self-compassion on ourselves. But bet, and this is why you need simcha, you need to have bless you with so much simcha to be like Adam Arishan and take in Shabbos and realize, see, if you're, if you're, if you're tzabrachim, if you're down and about, if you're shvach, if you're weak, then even with all the self-compassion in the world, you're not going to get up and start dancing tov lo'odot l'ashem. You're not. You'll be maybe in a good place of like acceptance and all that, but it's not going to raise you to the next place of where Tshuva is supposed to take you to. So I give us a bracha that the, 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 the moments we're having now of, of entering into this first Shabbos of the year should be filled with Simcha. Dance extra hard this Shabbos. Sing extra this Shabbos. Say one, good, one extra good word to someone else this Shabbos. Learn an extra 10 minutes this Shabbos. Whatever it is, yeter se'et v'yeter oz. Go for it just a little bit more to, to bring about, to bring on us the simcha to keep on embracing tshuva in our lives, to live a year that's filled with kirvas elokim.
and that our children should see parents that are li- literally engaged in a healthy and happy relationship with the Kaddish Baruch Hu in this world. Amen. Okay, Shana Tov. We're going to have one more Shia Sunday morning. B'ezot Hashem.